Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, this is The Bright Side with Technisha. A daily broadcast on real-life issues that will keep you motivated. And now, here's your host, Technisha. Good afternoon, everyone. I hope everyone is enjoying their day, and thank you for taking out the time to spend with me on Memorial Day of 2014 on The Bright Side with Technisha. Let's find our soldiers, our fallen soldiers, and all the families who have lost someone dear to them today, my condolences go out to you. Today we're going to have a blessful day. I mean, I, I just got an ignorant email today, but I'm going to ignore it because that person has no sense whatsoever. So we're going to continue this day off right. Um, I have a great special person online. If you feel like calling in once you listen to the show, do so at 347-426-3751. It's, it's very interesting today. Her name is Jacqueline Ripstein. She is a great, she's an author. She's a remarkable, invisible art and light technique and bathes images in multiple wavelengths with the vibrational power to heal, instantaneously documented by researchers. And I hope that everyone has their ears um, open today. The name of her book is The Art of Healing Art, The Keys to Power and Awareness. So good afternoon, Jacqueline, how are you today? How are you, my dear Tanisha? I'm doing great and wonderful to be here with you today. I'm glad. I'm. Thank you for taking out the time with me to be on my show today. I love, like I was telling you before we even got on, I just love the accent. It's so remarkable. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And you know, at the end, as I say in the book, you know, we're human beings, all human beings. It doesn't matter the color, the size, you know, the creed. We're all human beings that belong to the same humanity. So I think it's about time that we stop killing and torturing each other. Uh, yeah. Now, now, Jacqueline, you are an artist. I, I, love, I love art myself. And how about, when did you realize you were an artist? It's a very interesting question because I really never realized it until, and it's in the book, until one day I had a, my first big, big show. I had got small shows. You're talking around the year 1974. And I had this show where I came, you know, to the, it was a place of the government in Mexico in a, in a small town called Cuernavaca. And the wife of the governor had called me to say, you need to come. We have a diploma for you. It was in the middle of the show. And I said, what did I do? I don't deserve a diploma. And she said to me, well, come and you'll see. So when I went there, uh, I suddenly got a 100 uh, pieces of paper written. Sometimes you, cannot, you, you couldn't even understand well the writing where people from the town came to see the show and revealed what they were learning with my art. And at that point, not only I realized more of my role as an artist, but that the paintings by themselves have life. And once you give birth, you know, they keep on going on their own. And one of the things that's really important is to understand that as an artist, is just a role of 
of something I'm doing in life because who I am is really a soul being. Right. And it seems that it keeps it keeps you sane though, doing doing art. And and I think that's why I would love to do it. Do some painting when or something of that kind, because when you get upset, it looks like you could just take it out on your on your pain and let all your emotions out. Um, now yeah. you are now, Jacqueline. You are the first creator of invisible techniques and art ever. Yes, you, uh, I first patented this in the year 1986 I, in Mexico, and then I continued. You know, afterwards I patented here in the states. And the whole idea about it, Nisha, was to show people the light of God. I always put a candle that I dedicate to God before I start painting. And I used to say, God, please show me the way. Please show me how to show the invisible to people and show them your light. And that's what took me to the path. And the Bible says, ask and you shall find. And that's exactly what happened to me. I asked for it, I was guided to it, and I finally came out with this invisible techniques that, you know, nowadays so many people are inspired by, and that not only the inspiration, but it's a bridge for you to be in touch with your own soul. Right. So, um, how do you perceive the invisible in your art? that you develop? Do you mean the thematic or technically? Talking so about the technique. Yes. In the technique, uh, you know, I painted under, you know, the black light. I created my own oils. And, uh, and it's the same. I'll tell you what it is. You have a painting with normal light. And then... The same painting, when you see it in black light, different images appear that your eyes don't see. So, for example, I have one that's the sacrifice of Isaac, and in the invisible, the angel appears holding his hand, or in the book, you can see many that are with the invisible. So it's always the same painting under three lightings. Okay. Exactly, I, I do. I will say that I think this book is very, it's very calm. It's relaxing to the soul and to the spirit itself. So, how does your inspiration come to you for each of your unique pieces? You know, I never know. I only know one thing: inspiration arises from the present moment when you're connected to life at that point, and. There's a stimulus of, you know, either music or words or, you know, something that's really high vibrational, like like my art does to people. It takes you to those inspirational moments that are the point and the opening to be in touch with our own spirit. Okay. Now... Now, in the process of your creation, what happens for you? Uh, it's amazing because um, I start painting and I I kind of like leave 
I'm not there. Yes, I am physically. My body's working, but I'm really not aware. And there has been times when I painted Our Lady of the Universe for Medjugorje, you know, for the Virgin Mary Medjugorje. I was commissioned to do that. And there was one day that I painted straight 12 hours. And when I came back, I just couldn't realize it. You know, I, I had to see the watch and, and truly believe that I was under so many hours. It's I don't want to say channeling because we have abused a lot of those words. I would say it's a moment where instead of using the body as, as the awareness of life, you're using the body as a tool. Like, I use my brush. Well, God uses my body. Hello? Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Jacqueline. Right. It brings me to the point when you just mentioned that how God has a plan for us and we don't know exactly what that plan is and we're not supposed to question it. But at the same time, we just give him the keys and let him drive us. And I feel yeah. that same. Yeah. I, I just feel like that when it comes to anything that we do, painting, selling cars, whatever. You just, that's, that's a plan that God has set for us. We're, we're all here for a purpose and on a mission. So when it came you to know, your book. Oh, go ahead, Jacqueline. In my book, that's what the lessons are meant for exactly, to help people understand that we go through different trials. It, it reveals 15 codes, 15 lessons of life, where through them you can deal with problems that we deal day to day, and a lot of times we don't know, you know, how to move forward, sometimes tired or beaten, and when you're saying that we shouldn't question it, this, I would think that if we would know why at the moment we get the test, it would not be a test. Because tests come to us because we're lacking the consciousness that needs for us to open our awareness and higher our understanding. If we are able to learn from the test, each test of life, make us grow to a higher level. Right. Now, what actually prompts you to write this book? Uh, it was amazing. I was not even thinking of writing a book. And uh, from one day to another, I started getting sick. And uh, I ended at the Mayo Clinic. They thought that I had a brain tumor. I had all painful tests that you can imagine, and they, they just couldn't find what I had, what they had found that they thought it was a brain tumor. They saw that my pineal gland, you know, was huge, and the pineal oh, gland oh. is the is the invisible eye, you know, is the third eye. So uh, probably because of my art and what I've been doing, it's very stimulated, and that's why it grew. But they just couldn't find. The thing is that for three years, I could barely talk. I could barely function. I had no energy. And that's what prompted me, you know, to to get in contact with my inner child, which I found was very abandoned. 
because the stress of our lives and the giving to others ends up in a situation that sometimes we abandon ourselves so much. So once I started flowing with saying, okay, God, you know, I I give you this um, sickness, I give up, I flow with you, at that point, the book was dictated to me. Okay, wow. I can't say no more than that, but wow, I mean, just to go through a brain tumor, I don't even know, I wouldn't, I couldn't imagine that. Uh, my friend, she said her mother went through an aneurysm, so you know, you're blessed to actually have gone through that and make it through. That's why I said God don't be ready for you when you go through those things, because a lot of people don't make it through those traumatic events like that. Wow, Jacqueline. That's all well, I you know what, about. I... I even say it in the book. One of the things that is real is that everything that comes to us has a reason to be. And if I would not have been forced, let's say forced, the word like many other artists in the world have been forced by situations of accidents or sicknesses that moved them to create a, a great work of art, you know, I would have continued probably in the noise of life and never heard the book that had to come down. Right. So it was part of my mission in reality, and and sickness was one of the tools that moved me into it. Okay. We can Uh, turn things over always. You know, I, I have a tendency of seeing things positive, and I truly believe that even if we can see a sickness, which I know it's not easy to overview like that, but if we can see it as something positive that's giving us a chance to learn something in our lives, the situation can change very dramatically. Why? Well, and I mean, God will take you through, he'll take you through so much just to see how strong your faith is. That's why he lets us. That's why sometimes he'll let the devil play with us or whatever, just to see if you're strong enough. But, wow, like I said again, wow, Jacqueline, I'm I'm happy for you that you are here, that you're passing on this art with all of us, that you're sharing this wonderful enlightenment with us. Thank you for that. Now, how can your, how can your art and book be a healing tool and inspire people? Okay, well, the book in itself comes from from very vibrational portals that are the paintings that have been measured by scientific people proving that my art heals people and brings them, not heals them physically, but takes them to a level of harmony through inspiration. And through that harmony, you obtain balance. And through balance, you can help cure your body. And the, so one of the things that happens is that the book is like an oracle. You can open it anywhere. It'll answer, you know, your questions. But also when you read it from the first lesson to the, ne- to the next and to the next, opening portals that are peeling uh, layers of darkness that we have. And as we get more clear, at that point, you know, we're more aware. Right. Right. I agree. Yes. 
Now, to you, what is the what is the invisible world, Jacqueline, and how can we benefit with this knowledge? That's exactly what my existence is for. <laughs> Thank you for asking that question, because if you ask me, you know, like in your heart of hearts, what did you came do in yes, this ma'am. world? I would think to reveal the sense of understanding the invisible world, because we are invisible, you know. In reality, we are creating day by day of our lives from the invisible world, not from the visible. Now, to give you an example, a lot of times when you ask people, how many hours do you think you live in the invisible, people would say eight, ten, three. We are in the invisible 24-24. Your thoughts are invisible. Your feelings come from the invisible. So, when you're sleeping, you're so if you think about it, you're totally in the invisible world, manifesting it into a visible world. So if we do not know who we truly are and from where we are manifesting our lives, how can we manifest abundance? We first Why? need to understand where it comes from and how we are manifesting it. Okay. So Jacqueline, this is my question. How how can we how can we find out the answer to that? Do do we do it need to be spiritually? Do we need to ask God personally for this? Well, first of all, to understand that we are spiritual beings living a physical yes. journey and understanding that I, the the invisible being within me, the spirit, is the one that's creating my everyday life. And I have the power to control that and to and to be able to to move, you know, above and beyond because I am eternity. I am not finite like my body is. The soul within all of us is eternal. So when we like lesson three of the book is called life. In the lesson of life, you see at the beginning, uh, the boat crashed, and it's in pieces. And it shows us the lesson about life itself. It guides us through that lesson. So one of the things to understand is when we feel that we're destroyed, how many times have you felt like that, Tignisha? And I'm sure many, like most of us. And... When you feel destroyed, when you feel that you cannot bear anymore, that you are in pain, you know, the whole idea is to understand that the one that's destroyed is the physical boat, you know, the ego itself. But when you see the invisible in the, in the life and you see the painting under the black light, you will see that the boat is complete and sailing, which means the invisible, which is where the spirit is, can never be destroyed. So if we change the focus of seeing things, instead of focusing on I am destroyed, in focusing on I am eternal, nothing can destroy me, it gives us the strength to move beyond and, right. and, and open awareness. Right. 
right and pass that and spread that word on. Spread the glory on for God. You don't just do it on, like I tell believe you just don't do it on Sundays. You do it every day. Spread his word. Let people know. And I think that's what Jacqueline is stating here. You let people know about that glorifying moment that you have, that Holy Ghost that you get. And that's that's what this is all about. It's not just what you're thinking about, just art, exactly, but this is more spiritual right here. So please, as I said, do call in at 347-426-3751 if you have questions for Miss Jacqueline. Um, so, Miss Jacqueline, what is different and innovative about your book, The Art of Healing Art? And how is it mostly and how is it mostly different from other self help help books? Well the big difference here is something that has never been done before. First of all, you're talking of having art and invisible messages that are coming through art. That has never been done before where you have uh, the arts giving you messages from the other side. You know, as portals, which is very profound. And when you have a very high vibrational book that's coming, you know, with wisdom, what happens, it taps to the wisdom that your soul already contains. So one of the things that happens as you read the book, you will start recognizing things. And the moment you recognize knowledge, guess what? you're connected directly to your soul. So the book allows you to be connected to your soul constantly as you read it. And it awakens you. I say to people that are using it every day as an oracle or are opening it every day to have the message of the day, I say to them at least open it five minutes a day so you will be connected to your soul. Because a lot of times... We totally, we wake up, but we really don't wake up. We keep on walking asleep. To wake up is to be aware of who we truly are. And the book is a reminder for that. Right. Because we walk around here, you could be just as dead as possible. And they always told me, when you don't have that that spirit in you, you're just a dead, you're just a dead soul around here. That's all you are. We got them walking around us every day, Jacqueline, just dead souls around us. And, you're, and what your soul actually wants, they, that soul of yours wants you to get flawed in you. It wants you to have that belief in you. But that's what many of us do. We walk around here dead every day. No life. Yeah, you're walking. It looks like you're laughing, you're smiling every day, but you're actually dead. Your spirit is dead because these are just vessels we have. So... What is and you know, Tignisha, one of the things that really is very important that I feel for nowadays is that a lot of times we end up blaming God or blaming others. At the end, right. we have a very specific design for our lives. You know, no design can really be good for any other person. In lesson four, that's called the burden of life, where it talks about life burdens and how many times we're carrying things from the past that connect us to the past, but at that point we're not living in the present moment. And many other times we're trying to save people and trying to get their burdens. That's impossible. We need to understand that 
every human being is born with a certain karma and a certain dharma. Karma being things we have to learn, dharma, the gifts that life gives us, that we come with them, you know, from from another lifetime. But when a baby is born, it already has not only a DNA of of the blood, but it also they also have a DNA of the soul. Right. And then, Rob, you brought me to, you made me think of something, too. I mean, in reality, we got to accept the fact that God has a permissive will, and we cannot go and blame God for everything that happens. I mean, we we try when we have an automobile accident or maybe failure in school, and too often we sweep all that dirt that is a result of sometimes our own mistakes on the world about that. It must be God's will. That. And that phrase, it must be God's will, it has become a catch for all miscalculations. We always say that. And I probably get in the habit of doing that myself because I feel that I want to be, like I always tell my other guests, I want to be a news reporter, Jacqueline. I always say, well, maybe it's God's reason, maybe it's God's reason. Maybe it's not God's reason all the time. Maybe it could be I need to push myself harder to get out there. Well, I can't get the job, but I don't. But I guess we get so caught up in that we think that everything has to do with God, which it does. But sometimes we gotta look at our own mistakes. We gotta take we gotta take a step back and say, it, we gotta take that phrase, the will of God, because it has become a dumping ground for our own personal failure. And we fell in some manner, and so we announce it is God's will. But we 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 gotta really take and look back. Is that really God's will? Is it your fault sometime? And I agree with Jacqueline so much. We are so quick to blame others instead of taking that blame for ourselves. We're yeah. broken. That's what it is. We're broken. We're broken. No, we finish, are. But in reality, we think we're broken. The one that breaks is the ego. I'll explain you why. When we say we're broken, it's because life has given us one and two and three and four, you know, very strong lessons, and we feel broken. The broken means humbleness. The broken is a moment where we are uh, in a point where the ego has been crushed, that we have an opportunity to really be who we are made to be, the the light being and not the dark beings. So the broken... It's a very positive situation, understanding the same as life painting. The one that breaks is the ego, is the illusion world. The the spirit can never ever be broken. Right. And I'm and and all and then also when God commands us to do something, we do not fulfill what He commands. We can't blame the results on God's will. But we got to realize that it's our own unwillingness to carry out God's will. We got to look at that. If you're not going to listen, then how do you expect any good results to come out of it? We have to open up our ears and pay attention, people, and stop being so disobedient. Now, Jacqueline, that brings me to my next question. How can your book help heal people's lives? Well, it can help you. Uh, feel free you from the confines of the ego, connecting you to the true essence. And you know, as you read it, you start getting that connection more and more. 
which is a, a very essential process nowadays that we're living a time of changes. And these times of changes are very high vibrational, you know, frequencies that we're receiving. So we have two choices. Either we, we hang up to suffering and lower ourselves and we won't be able to, to cope with the new era, or we learn, which is in the case of this book, is meant to help people be part of the new era, adapt and higher consciousness and awareness in order to, to cope with the new vibrations. So that's a very, very important uh, thing nowadays because we're being massively tested and changes are there. We cannot deny them anymore. What we can deny is that, you know, uh, try to fool ourselves of saying, you know, I don't need to change. We all need to change. We're being pushed and the universe is really forcing us. So a lot of times people were saying, you know, give me a book, give me a book. And nowadays I thankfully can say, well, you know, the art of healing art was designed to take you through those 15 key lessons that will uncode and help you get rid of layers of darkness to be part of a light era. Right. One of the so. things is when we know who we are, we can overcome our fears and insecurities. We usually surpass our smaller selves. So, you know, the inner voice helps us align with our purpose, but the the whole idea is to be in touch with that inner voice, and that's... Right. And it it just goes right back. We can't... It just goes right back to almost what I was saying. We, We cannot go against the laws of Scripture. God's will is written in the page of Scripture, and the fact that God's word is far more important than, than feeling. So we have to get in touch with that, and people have lost that sight. I don't know why, but they have, and I hope we can get back to it before whenever the end of the world may come, because we don't know when that's going to come. Because I, I get tired of people always hollering, oh, the end of the world is coming. You don't know that. There, there, no one has witnessed that factor in their life where they could say that the inner world is coming at such such day. We don't know, but I hope that we all will be prepared for that and that we will know the difference between because God going to get his people, they ain't going to come in, probably pretend that he's God, so I hope we just be prepared. That's all I have to say because I don't want to go into a sermon. <laughs> but now, Jacqueline, you have hundreds of testimonials in your web page. How does your art impact people? Well, uh, I always say that my art is a mirror of the soul, and that's, I, I, my, my whole thing is that I work for God and I serve humanity, and that's my way of, you know, putting a grain of sand in a positive way. So what happens, because the art has such high vibrations, I don't know if you saw all the scientific testing that has been done with it, when you are having the experience, and I've heard a lot of people, even in the Internet, through the page of www.jacquelinerepstein.com, when you're having the experience of the art, you feel it. You, you feel, like you said, that peace. You feel that, that connection. 
and I've had, you can't imagine when I have shows, it's unbelievable. I've had men and women crying, and and for me it's a blessing because when it's the cry, not of pain, it's the cry that we do when we miss somebody, it's the cry that our whole being is moved by when you get reconnected to your soul. You know, it's a an amazing, chilling moment. It is. That is. That's amazing. It is. It is. It's a beautiful thing. It's almost like what people have said before to me where they have actually had an orgasm with God, not sexually, but just to have that spiritual orgasm. That is. It's a beautiful thing. I'm glad. Like I said, I'm glad that you're sharing all this love with us about this, Jacqueline. But what we're going to do, we're going to take a short commercial break, and we're going to come back with Jacqueline. And when we do, like I said, if you have any questions, if you just tune in, please do so at 347-426-3751. Do not touch that dial. We'll be right back after this. There's only one station that will keep you happy, Blog Talk Radio. We're taking more of your calls at 347-426-3751. Stay tuned. We'll be back after this commercial break. I'm in almost every school bus and classroom. You see me around the neighborhood, and they tell me that I'm a pretty good kid. Well, I'm one out of every five children in America, and I'm struggling with hunger. Please visit feedingamerica.org today and find your local food bank for ways to help. Every dollar you donate helps provide eight meals for kids like me. We are Feeding America, brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. All right, we're back on the Bright Side with Technicia. I'm here with Jacqueline Ripstein, the author of The Art of Healing Art and also the creator of Invisible Techniques and Art Ever, First Woman. So, Jacqueline, um, several scientific testimonials have been given to show that your art contains very high vibrations that can help heal people and aid in raising consciousness. Please explain this. Well, that's exactly what we've been talking about. When you become aware, when you really, when we really for the first time wake up and know that, you know, as we open our eyes, what is the wake up? The wake up is when we are asleep, we're waking up, we're awake, we're in connection with the soul, we're in connection with the with the other side of who we truly are. So. The whole idea is to understand that as we live our lives in an awake-up state, in an awareness, and, you know, we constantly keep on aware of our actions and our egos and our own shadows because at the end of the day, I have a cold lesson that helps people deal with pain and deal with, you know, a lot of suffering and limiting beliefs. When we are able to deal with them, then the shadows won't be the ones driving our car or overwhelming our lives. We give them our inner power. We give them our light. You know, we give them, as we focus into those shadows, 
So when we learn to shift that, to understand that who we truly are is not who we truly think we are, and then we have a new possibility of life, of living. Right. Makes more. It definitely makes more. It makes sense when you look at it from that perspective. It does. Now, how can your book be used to be an oracle and a guide through its lessons? Well, again, being a very high vibrational uh, knowledge book, and you will see it. And you know, it. There's two kinds of books there, Nisha. There's the the book that you read to learn about life and, and physical things, and there's one that connects to your soul. I'm sure, for example, one that helps me connect with my soul is Rumi the Poet. So there are books that help us connect to our souls and, and become more aware of it. So, you know, a lot of books will touch imagination. A lot of books will touch creativity. In this case, this book acts as an oracle because it's tapping into our inner being and it helps us as a tool, you know, to 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 deal with our lives and brings out the strongest, you know, answers from the bottom of us. Right. And I'm glad that your book does touch bases on that because you won't find another book like this. Um, you have the book, right? I do. I, I do have the book. Oh, Jacqueline, speaking of that, can we tell people where they can get your book from? Yes, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, they can get it in Amazon. There is four formats of the book. One is the, the audio book. The other one is the black and white uh, the other one is the Kindle, which is a color version. And finally, you have the color book that's called Fleck because it's a semi-hardcover. And that's the full color collector's edition. It's superb, that book. And, the, and that one, the colors directly help us, you know, deal with healing and you know, colors are vibrations, and they directly help us with the healing. So you find it under the art of healing art, healing art, one word, or uh, on my web, you can be redirected to it on www.theartofhealingart.com. Thank you, Jacqueline. I hope people do go and pick that book up today. It's a wonderful book. Please do. Now, Jacqueline, can you describe one of the lessons in the book and how it is illustrated in the art? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear your your question. Oh, well, I'm sorry, Jacqueline. I was asking, can you describe one of the lessons in the book and how it is illustrated in the art? Yes. Uh, for example, you have the, the lesson of the colors of life. And the colors of life is showing us the possibility of one or two things. Or we live in darkness and in gray, depressed and in pain constantly, or we finally rise up to live enjoying the full colors of life. And let me just read you what it says at the beginning of the lesson. Our feelings are moved by prayer and gratitude. 
the heart emanates our colors and connect them to the highest heaven. In this lesson, we will discover how the colors of life move us, marking the rhythm of what we breathe, think, create, love, and live. They reflect how we feel. There are low and high vibrational dimensions of colors. The low drag us down. The higher vibration of colors elevate us to the heavens, to the light. As we focus on the colors of life, we balance emotion, thought, and spirit. And that's how the whole lesson takes people to the understanding of what is to be in darkness, what colors are part of darkness, how do we transmit ourselves colors, and what are we saying in that invisible language. Okay. So when you wrote this book, who was who are you writing it for? Who is the intended audience? And, and who and who can really benefit most by reading the art of healing art? I would think when I was writing it, remember that it was given to me and I'm giving it to humanity. So it's not that I dedicated. I would think that nowadays even teens would, you know, benefit from reading the book and understanding who they truly are if we give it to a teen that's in conflict or, or an advanced teen, they will really start at a young age peeling layers. Imagine if you and I would have, you know, this opportunity when we were young of having a book that would help us peel layers of darkness, you know, we would not have suffered so much in our lives. We, we would have avoided a lot of suffering. So people who are in distress, people who are suffering nowadays, uh, people who have anger, people who haven't overcome uh, pain from the past, those are the people that can truly benefit. And those people who, have to, who want to be awakened and do not know how to begin, this is the beginning. This is a great beginning because it'll help them, you know, taking them step by step. Right. We all just need a little guidance in our lives, and I think that you definitely will benefit from reading this book. Now, why is your why is your book considered to be in a live instrumental book? Because when you, first of all, for example, my art, I learned with the many years of being an artist, 38. In fact, I used to have the agents of Salvador Dali for many years. And one of the things I say to people in my shows is that we see the canvas, but we do not realize that it's an alive canvas. If we would have the right instruments to see the atoms that are vibrating within that canvas, it's the same with the book. The book has certain vibration. In fact, it was measured, uh, this book was measured by one of the scientific people, and it has a very, very high vibrational level. And uh, it was measured with kinesiology. So when you have a piece of art that's connecting you a portal to the other side, the result of the messages 
come from that level as well. Right. So without us knowing our bodies affected, our emotions are affected, and our thoughts are being affected, the whole idea technician is that we need to reprogram our minds. We need to learn, you know, how to to reprogram our our minds to be able to reprogram our lives. Okay. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Right. I I agree with that one hundred percent. I do because everything that you mostly saying it is true. We have to. We got to get in touch with ourselves, with our spiritual side. That's the only way we're gonna make it through this because it's a battle out here. And if you don't have any belief, if you're not righteous, then you're not going to make it. You won't. You will not make it in this world like you think. You cannot do this by yourself. So let me ask you, Jackie. Oh, go ahead, Jackie. I just wanted to say for what you're saying that it's a battle and you're absolutely right. But the thing is, how do we, uh, you know, see a battle and the whole idea is to understand that the biggest battle we can win is to conquer ourselves first. Okay, right. So, Jacqueline, what you feel, what do you feel is your life's mission? I, to be an instrument, you know, of God, uh, to help inspire the lives of people through my art and the book. And, you know, I constantly write in, in Facebook and uh, through the art of healing art, again, healing art is one word if people want to contact me there. So the whole idea of my life is to be a, a tool for inspiration for somebody else. And if I, I have achieved that, then I have achieved part of my mission. Well, I tell you one thing, with the way that you're going, with God's help, too, it will get passed around. That's one thing. Amen. Um, <laughs> you know, right? Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, Jackie, yes, hallelujah. <laughs> right. It will. God, God sends his angels out so many times, and sometimes he'll send one person to you to keep giving you a message. He'll send so many up to you. You wonder, dang, they keep saying the same thing to me. That's that be God talking. He just sending so many of his people out just to give you that message. But we be hard headed, like I said. We do sometimes we want to close our ears up, but he he's not gonna keep knocking. He only gonna knock for so long at that door to get you to open it. But if you don't want to open it, then he's going he gonna have to move on. So what, yeah, exactly. And you know what? People really, really need to take this seriously to understand that nowadays is not the same world as it was before, that if we do not work and do something about it, then our lives will not function, and day by day we will be more drowned instead of, of being more afloat. Right. So, Jacqueline, when it comes down to it, what is your role in the International Association of Educators for World Peace at the U.N.? Okay, so I have been for 12 years since they chose me, you know, to be part of uh, the Association of Educators for World Peace. I've dedicated, you know, to help bring peace through the arts. And my whole proposal is exactly that, you know, to 
bring peace through our creative uh, powers and leave a better world for our children. And I truly believe that nothing can be solved from a level it was created, like Einstein used to say. If we move above using our creative powers, you know, we have an opportunity to dealing with life in a higher level instead of the lower level. So I would think that that's, you know, the fight of putting the cheek instead of, of hitting back. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you part of this association, um, and that's that's awesome. This was my first time actually hearing of this, so I'm I'm kind of imp- I am I'm very impressed. Thank now, you. Now, you are so welcome, Jacqueline. You're you're a great woman. You've been through it all, but you're still going. You're still striving. That's what I try to tell people. You don't let what happened to you hold you down. Okay, you you don't went through this bad incident in your life, but you're gonna let it hold you back. You're not gonna try to move forward. You're gonna soak there. It's, that's not going to work, and that's where it comes back to what we were talking about, Jacqueline, where we want to blame God for everything, but that's that's not the way it goes. Um, now, what important international events have you been um, invited to give your peace proposal using the arts as an instrument for world peace? Well, I've done it in many, many international places. Uh, first, uh, in the year 2000, I was chosen to open the Millennium Day with Mrs. Anand at the United Nations, where they gave me 450 children. I did a workshop uh, to create a message for peace for the world. It was amazing. And from that workshop, we had 55,000 uh, signatures of children asking for peace for the world. I've worked with NASA as well, you know, for international youth competitions. And the, fact, the two that were my latest was China in, in the year 2012, where the government brought me in to be part of the first time done at the arts and peace, and then India. So it's been an amazing journey. Oh, all right. So what is the role of the arts for this new era of advanced consciousness? Well, exactly, you know, what we've been talking, when you are creating art or you're dancing or you're singing, you have to start feeling peace within you because at that point you're activating your soul, you're activating your creative forces. So when you're seeing art that has high vibration, because there's also low, you have to be careful with that. And when you're participating as well, your whole being is transformed at that point and taken to your right brain, which is the creative brain, and the right brain is the bridge to the sword. Right. And, and I, I, I agree with that all the way because I feel that when you when you find peace within yourself, you become the kind of person who can live at peace with others because you're not caught up in all that mess. I mean, it, it, it's just so much. It'd be challenges in our lives, but you learn how to overcome them when you get that peace. And that'd be that good. And Jacqueline, that'd be that good peace from God, too. See, you got... 
you got to have that good peace from God. That that's why some people that you see them, they smell all the time. Oh, they be hurting, they be going through stuff. But when you got God on your side, you don't see all that trouble because you know He got your back. You do, and you got to just. And that's why I'm trying to tell people right now on the show, you just have to trust and believe that He has your back. You will you will be so happy every day. You don't care what goes on. Well, I mean, you probably do, but it won't affect you as badly as a person who don't have that faith or that belief. Now, you we know already one thing, Nisha, one thing is real. When somebody comes to us with a, yes, an attitude of fight and we fight back, it's because we are lacking peace within us. Right. I always use Mother Teresa's example. If an aggressive person would get near her, and even use bad words, I promise you that her answer would have been, go with God, my child, or something similar. But when we have active within us, and that's one of the whole thing with the book, to help people find these clutches that are connecting to other people, where we, they come to our lives and we hook with them to fight. So the whole idea is that once we work within ourselves, we are able to disconnect from these people that are a nuisance in our lives or bringing us down constantly. We allow them to do that. Why? We don't. We don't. No. We sure, we sure don't. I, I will have to say I agree with you on that one too, Jacqueline. Right. So, Jacqueline, a um, couple of more questions I wanted to ask you, how did you discover that your art was a portal to bring forth messages that would help people heal their life? Well, the first one is that I told you exactly at that point, which at that time, 1974, I had no invisible. I never went to art school. I'm self-taught. So, you know, I didn't even realize that, you know, that was happening. And then little by little, I saw people reacting to the art and changing and transforming and I have amazing stories. Well, you have more than 6,000 that you can see in my website and uh, you know, that's what took me to the conviction of saying, oh my God, you know, you're using me. Thank you, God, and, and let me do my best. Right. So beautiful saying that I love, Technicia. He used to say, when you paint with the hand, you're an artist, son. But when you paint with the sword, you're an artist. Hmm. Well it's put. Beautiful. Is that? <laughs> well, that's well put. I, I never even would have thought of that. I like that, Jacqueline. I do. That's a phrase I need to write that down. <laughs> we, we need to start a whole... A whole movement of helping people through the arts, you know, and taking them. But that's the whole idea with the book. And that's when you ask me what is unique about this book is that through art it's connected to the other side. And even if you just see the images of the art, you know, you can you can change yourself and transmute. Right. Yes, Do yourself a favor. Technician, if you have the actual book, why don't you ask the question and see how it answers you? You do the test. Oh, shit. 
Yes, ma'am. I sure will. I thank you for that, Jacqueline. I do. I really do. I sure will. We have to. Sometimes you have to get in a closed place by yourself and ask these questions. You have to get with God and figure out what's what for you. Uh, just like when people tell me, "Oh, I don't have this right person in my life." Well, you got to ask God. You have to ask Him for for Him to send you the right person. It's he will send you your godly person. If that's what you want and desire, he will send it to you, but you have to stop searching. See, when we search and do it on our own, what happens, Jacqueline, we get, it gets messy. You can't do it on your own. It gets real messy when you try to do that. Now, once again, Jacqueline, before we get off the air, tell the people how we could get more information about the kinds of talks, workshops, and shows that you actually do. Okay, so the website for my art is www.jacquelineripstein.com, and that's J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E-R-I-P-S-T-E-I-N.com. Or if they cannot get it right, they can go to theartofhealingart.com, and there's a page about the author that can take them to my other webpage, and they can see the trailers and the book and the, some of the lessons, you know, you can read them there. And in the buy book, they connect you to Amazon where you have, you know, the book in four formats. Well, Jack, I tell you, I thank you for being a guest on my show, actually sitting down and explaining all this to us. I mean, you took us into a deeper light of what art is actually, what art actually is. No, I really do oh, yeah, I'm happy it. for that. <laughs> Tell me you're inspired, and that made my day. <laughs> it made my day, and that's what this show is all about, having a bright side with me and, and my guests as well. Um, I wish somebody would have called called in, but that's all right. I thank you for chatting with me through the box and listening in. That's, that's more appreciative than anything. Jacqueline, but thank you. I hope we could do this again someday. My pleasure. You let me know when. I'm here to help inspire people. Thank you for that. And you have a blessed one. Go enjoy your day today. Thank you. You too. All the best. Thank you, Jacqueline. Bye-bye. Well, that was Jacqueline Ripstein, the author of The Art of Healing Art. Please do go out and get her book. It's very enlightening. Very on the very spiritual side, and if that's what you're willing to do, then I suggest that you go ahead and do that. Once again, we're, we're honoring our soldiers, so with the little time that I do have on the air, if you feel like calling in right now, please do so. But if not, just hit me up on my Facebook fan page, The Bright Side of Technicia, and give, and give a shout-out to anyone who is in the Army right now who's fighting in the war or who may have passed on. As I said, my condolences go out to the families today, so we will be respectful of that. Please enjoy your day, and I will see you tomorrow at noon. God bless you and your family. Thank you for tuning in to The Bright Side with Tanisha. Come back daily from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. God bless.